When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, good morning. Uh, beautiful Wednesday morning here, um, here on the East Coast. So hopefully it's the same for everybody else, wherever you are listening today. You're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. I'm your host, Chris Salem. Again, just want to let you know, you could always listen to our shows and past shows by going to the Voice America Influencer Channel under Sustainable Success. You could also find on-demand uh, shows at on Facebook at Sustainable Success. Today we have a great show. We're going to have some great content. Our guest today is Jason Cicernos. And Jason is the CEO of Anton J. Global and Renegade Media. And he is a hard-nosed, battle-tested CEO who has taken the science of performance and the art of leadership to the next level. He is widely regarded as one of the brightest minds in business and in innovation and among his past and current clients are Fortune 500 companies such as Nike, Comcast, Microsoft, and has even turned around more than 60 small to mid-sized companies, earning him the moniker, The Architect. And Jason has a very interesting background, very similar to mine, and I can't wait to uh, hear him today. So, Jason, I want to introduce you here and say hello to everybody that's listening today. Hey, brother. I'm super excited to be with you, man. I'm uh it's going to be like a fireside chat for us, and I've been looking forward to this for a couple of weeks. So, thanks for thank you for having me. Absolutely, and I understand you had a you've had a busy couple of weeks. You've been traveling. I know you were in Miami and New York recently over you know over the last few days, and then you had a kind of like a a secret retreat, I guess. Uh, where was it? Like off in the Bahamas somewhere? I believe it was. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it was. Uh... It was a group of, of men that invited me to join them, and it, and what basically what we do is we one person knows where we're going, and and uh, the other people don't, and we go do amazing things with with amazing accomplished. Um, and this is a particular, you know, it's a men's group, but uh, it was fantastic time with some amazing men. That's yeah, fantastic. So L A, L A, New York, Bahamas, Miami. It's been uh, been uh, sort of a crazy twelve years. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> well, that—that's all good. The things is that you're everywhere you're going, you're you're making a difference and you're adding value, and that's what's really key. And it, you know, those as, types of uh, get-togethers. As, as are as as are you, brother, and that's uh, that's why we connected. So thanks. For Absolutely, having no, perfect. Well, I mean, you know, today, you know, we 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 are talking about, you know, when it comes to sustainable success. You know, the road to sustainable success isn't always pretty. You know, we oftentimes we have to walk in the dark before we can walk in the light. And I could if I, I'll be the first person to raise my hand because I walked in the dark for a long period of time. And I know you have too, brother. And and I thought, you know, with your story today, I think it could open up a uh, open up a lot of people's minds up to kind of how they view sustainable success that, you know, no matter what their past is or where they are currently that if they're able to really kind of let go of the past and be able to resolve the root cause to what's holding them back, that sustainability for success in any area of their life or business is possible. 
if they're just able to move forward. And that's what we're going to be talking about today and concentrating on three main areas, how you can have that sustainability. Uh, and we're going to start today with the, on the first leg of our show talking about transparency. So I figured before we start, you might want to give a brief background about you know, where you came from, where, you know, how did you, you know, change, you know, what was the pivot point in your life and what you're doing today to, you know, to add value when it comes to sustainable success? Sure. Um, you know, the transparency thing, it's, it's interesting. You know, I tell my story, but every, everybody, as I've traveled the world, and I know you know this to be true as well, because you do it too, is that as you travel the world, you start to understand that, that a story is just a story. And you can use it for fuel or you can use it as an excuse. And everybody's got challenges. Everybody, you know, as you said in your opening, it's like no matter where you come from. And I find that people that have the most challenges that, that go through the most, they literally become the light in, in the world because it gives them this thing called empathy, right? It, when we're challenged, when we have horrible things happen to us, it gives us this thing called empathy, empathy, or you flip that coin, which is which in life, what I've discovered has been just the choice that that you flip that coin and you use it as an excuse. You know, my yeah, I, my my upbringing was rough. I mean, I was adopted uh, by a guy who um, was a, was a really you know I'll use a, a funny term, a bad hombre, and uh, went to prison. You know, by the, when I was seventeen for attempted murder of me and my mom. And, you know, that's 17 years of, of things that led to that point. So you can imagine, you know, he broke my nose <clears throat> multiple times and uh, just really didn't like me very much. So along the way, you know, there was, deal, you know, dealing drugs and, and um, you know, being, being in a really rough lifestyle. And, that, and then when he went to prison, I actually just followed in that lifestyle as well. You know, I just continued on with it. Yeah. And it's like what you know. It's like what you know. You're a product of that environment. It's all you know. And, and this is where, you know, anytime that people reach out, I take this so very seriously now. Um, you know, I reached out to Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is a mentor of mine. And, and, and I take that very seriously now because if it were not for mentors, if it were not for people that, that, that lit the way like you're doing with your show, like, you know, like that, that is happening, that there's, there's not a lot of great opportunities. If you're in an environment that is drug or abuse or alcoholic or, you know, whatever, there's, it, it seems like this bubble that gets put down on top of you and you just don't know any other way. So it's those shining lights. It's those people that reach out that say, look, I see some potential in that, that guy, even though he's angry and even though, or that, that, that woman, even though she's, she's acting a certain way, I see some potential in, in that person because my belief is that 99.9% .9 of us want to do good in this world and we want to do better than we did yesterday and that we have good things inside of us, but we don't, we're not shown that way, right? It's that light, that leadership, that guidance. I mean, I don't, I don't get paid to do coaching. I don't get, you know, it, it's something that, that is, that was handed to me by great men in, that have reached into my life and great women who've loved me when I was unlovable and have helped me move forward. And that's what we're here for. You know, that's, that's the whole point of having this conversation. 
No, and that makes sense. And I can understand, you know, when you're when you were growing up and having an adopted father and, you know, and he was not a good example and and really wasn't there for you. I could relate. You know, I had a father that uh, that was never around. And when he was, there was verbal abuse, emotional abuse, sometimes physical abuse. But it was that that disconnect that I had that I could I could relate to you. And growing up, I really didn't have mentors. You know, I didn't have somebody I could look up to. I mean, I had, you know, sports guys, you know, in baseball and football, but they they weren't people I actually knew. I just knew them from just watching them. But it really, I didn't have a real role model to really that I could have a conversation with. So I could relate to that. And, you know, and oftentimes you end up becoming a product of whoever you're hanging around with. And if it happens to be with the wrong crowd, that's what ends up happening. But sometimes what you've mentioned is that could be, you know, a, a gift in disguise because because it kind of showed you the other side of life that doesn't work. And that if you're going to live in, in the solution and have that sustainability, you have to have that compassion, empathy, and gratitude. And you found that through, you know, Tony and, you know, probably the best mentor you could possibly imagine. I mean, just I could see people listening here or that will be listening on demand would say, God, I wish I had a mentor like Tony. So but it's those types of individuals that really allow us to pivot and, you know, and let go of where we came from and then move forward. But always we always remember where we came from because we have that gratitude and and compassion. Well, and, so. it, and it gives us, and it gives us, there's, you know, there's two sides of that, of that, which is, you know, it, it develops in you a, a strength, right? A strength. If you're surviving, if you make it through that, it develops a strength. And then, and then there's this other thing that is redefining what happened to you. I'm so grateful for the strength that I have because of the way that I was raised, you know, um, I, I'm uh, there. I, I have a, uh, a foundation that protects, you know, abused women and children because of what I went through, because of watching my mom being thrown through walls, what, uh, be, being put in protective custody and, and seeing that they didn't have the resources to be able to get people literally out of the environment for more than 48 to 72 hours. Right. And, and, and being able to see that and then changing that, that, in that, that uh, that dynamic, and then changing the meaning, right? Anything that hap- has happened to us, if we're sitting around saying, this is why I'm not successful, flip that on its head and say, this is, this is why I am successful. This is why I have the potential. This is why I have the power. This is why I have the strength inside of me that other people don't because they haven't lived my experience. And there's other people out there that are looking for, for that sort of guidance, not just, you know, some people may not like a, a bald tattooed, you know, guy, and they may, they may like a guy like you that's got a full head of hair and looks like a Ken doll. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, may, it depends on what they're looking for, but it's may, ourselves redefining that and becoming leaders and servants in the world from our personal experiences and constantly educating ourselves and getting better so that we can serve at a higher level. And that is absolutely so true. I mean, you know, you know, people, I mean, people learn from what they see. They learn from example, not what, what, not, not from how, when, and why to do something. And I, you know, I grew up, you know, always trying to listen to others of, you know, how and why and when I should do something and then always be disappointed. 
And a lot of times that was from my own doing, just not following through or just not operating from the solution. And but by really, you know, a, you know, aligning with the right types of people that are the example, that is when, you know, you're able to be influenced and make those changes. And again, you know, it goes back to, you know, seeing the other side of how things are, where things are really the other side of life that that doesn't it's not pretty. And, and you've lived it. I've lived it. And, you know, um, and, and having that gratitude, you know, each and every day is what makes life in my business so sustainable because, you know, I, you never take anything for granted. Well, and it comes back to, you know, the whole point of, of, of this conversation, this first part of our conversation around transparency, right? Transparency, people are looking for the authentic you. And, you know, I've had to make several choices along my path to be genuinely, it started out with my first book. I put everything I did wrong in a book so that, so that everybody, you know, like that scene in Eight Mile, right, where he does that, that deal where I put everything in a book that I had done wrong to that point, and I made mistakes after that, but, you know, I put it all in a book so that nobody could say that I was hiding anything. Because the first person that we have to be transparent with is ourselves. Because what starts to happen is if you continue to tell yourself over and over and over again, the things that happened to me in the past didn't happen, um, the mistakes that I've made didn't happen, you know, then we're lying to ourselves, and, and, and we can't be genuine and authentic to open ourselves up to be able to be massive creators in our life, because we're constantly carrying around that baggage. You know, I have, it, it, again, starts out with saying, yes, I have messed up, I've made bad business decisions, I've been bankrupt, I've been divorced, I... You know, I, I, it, there's, there's all of these mistakes that I've made in my life, but they were forward-moving uh, forward, uh, mistakes, and I do the best that I can not to make the same mistake twice. Because if I make the same mistake twice, now it's a choice, right? Now it's my choice. I just chose knowing that I made a bad decision, and yes, okay, I didn't have the best guidance growing up. Yeah, I didn't have the, great, the greatest leadership. But you know what? That's a poor excuse for deciding to be, to be. You know, I won't cuss on your, <laughs> on your. No, on your no, soul, it's but, okay. <laughs> but but it, it's a poor excuse, um, you know, to, to just allow yourself to be a douchebag, you know. And that's what happens when you make that choice over and over again to make bad decisions. If you don't choose to change it, then it's a choice. And now now we're we are the problem. And, and it's not a, a forward-moving um, mistake, right? People need to mistake. We've got to fall down. Uh, when you don't have great leadership, the other thing is, is that we're surrounded by books and by the Internet and by, you know, by this amazing access to information. So if we're not successful, we're moving, at least moving forward on a daily basis. It's because we haven't clarified our destination for ourselves, number one. And number two is that we're sitting back and, and saying that there's a lack of resources. Tony Robbins says it all the time, that, that it's not a lack of resources in this world, it's a lack of resourcefulness. And that just means that you want to lean on the fact that you would rather have an excuse than an opportunity. And that's the choice. No, absolutely. And we, we got about two and a half minutes to break, but I can't, I can, I can 100% relate to you, Jason, and what you just said. The you know, transparency is so important and being authentic and being not being afraid to admit your mistakes because, 
you got to be real with you first before you can empower other people. And so many people, a lot, you know, they operate their lives and their business in the effect of the cause of the problem rather than the solution. That's because they're not being authentic with themselves. They 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 tend right. to say that these things didn't happen, or I'm not like I like I feel that I am, and they pretend to be somebody they're not. And and it's all these things that with these experiences, whether if they're bad or good, that by getting it out there, that allows you to heal yourself. And then it gives you the power to really influence and help others to do the same. Because again, that's how that's how the process works. You can't operate in the solution, you know, unless you go, unless you resolve the root cause of the problem. And by being authentic and transparent, that is so important. And, you well, know, and this is and a huge indicator about that, Chris, is, is if you find yourself like this is a gut check, right? Well, all of the things that we do, and I know we have a short period of time here, but but all of the, the gut checks that we have to do every single day is in the mirror. It's not what's going on in the world. It's not who's our president. It's not all that other kind of stuff. It's looking at that person in the mirror. And one of those gut check things is if you find yourself talking about other people, if you find yourself complaining or or whining or, or pointing the finger at other people and you find yourself talking about other people more than you talk about the things that you're trying to accomplish in your life, you know you're on the wrong side of that coin, right? You're not accepting responsibility. So it's, uh, it's a powerful, uh, powerful point. No, absolutely. And this is so key. And, you know, we were talking about, I mean, we could just make a show about transparency. I know we could <laughs> talk for an hour on this, but we're going to we're going to be getting into systems here. Uh, so if you're listening right now to the Sustainable Sex, Success Radio Show, I'm with Jason Cicernos. Uh, we're talking about uh, sustainability and you know how to master the art of sustainability. And we were just talking about the concept of transparency as the number one step to have sustainability in your life. You know, being real, being authentic with yourself. And uh, on the after break, we are going to come back and we're going to be talking about systems, how we can use systems to leverage ourselves with others to have that sustainability, whether if it's in our personal lives and our businesses. And so we're going to be right back. So you're listening again to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. And again, my name is Chris Salem, your host. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. 
Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, uh, we are uh, with Jason Cernos. And if you are just joining us, you know, Jason is an expert and a master when it comes to the art of using systems when it comes to sustainable success. And that's what we're going to be discussing here on the second leg of our show today. Systems. Now, if you were just joining us, we had just talked previously about transparency. And obviously, transparency is being authentic, being true to yourself, because unless you're able to do that, you can't be authentic and empower others to do the same. And magic happens when you're transparent and authentic. It doesn't matter if you're it's with yourself or you're leading a group of people in a business of any size. It's uh, truly magical things happen when you're transparent and authentic. But we're going to move ahead into the next topic, and that is systems. And I thought, Jason, can you define what systems means and you know, to the listeners when it comes to whether if it's in business or in your personal life as it applies to a sustainable success? Absolutely. I'll go, you know, I'll go back to what we talked about early, in the earlier segment, which was you know, what, what happened earlier, early in my career when I started actually getting serious about being in business and I had crashed, you know, basically three businesses right in a row because I'm like every other business owner out there. You have to have as much training to start a business as you do to be a parent, right? Which is none. You can start a business. Doesn't matter what your background is. Doesn't matter what your education level is. And, and I, you know, the only thing I knew was a cash, a cash business called, called drugs. (laughs) And, and so I, you know, I went into that, and, and the, the common thing that most business owners have is this thing that called charisma, right? And, and we have this charismatic, we can do anything sort of mental attitude, and we put that in play, and we take a product. It doesn't matter what it is. That, you know, in my private equity business, I own multiple uh, different kinds of companies. And we put that in play and we start to make sales because of our charisma, because of our energy, because, you know, we live in a country that has programmed us that that anybody can do anything, whether it's a small pizzeria all the way to, you know, to creating uh, something as powerful as Google. And what happens is, is that we, we operate on our best assumptions. In other words, our best education, the, the, the most that we know, we start that business and we start to operate it. And eventually, it starts to cap out uh, with our competency level. And and so when we reach that point, we start doing this thing called throwing mud against the wall, or we just keep doing a lot of the same things. Well, in business, 
there's predictable patterns, right? What got you to $5 million won't get you to 10. What got you to $10 million won't get you to 20. What got you to 20 won't get you to 50 and, and so on and so forth. And so what happened with me was after I had crashed my third business and I was sitting in a, a massive state of depression thinking that I was just one of the stupidest people on the face of the planet, something dawned on me. There's other companies that are successful and that have been successful for 10 years, 20 years, 50 years. And what I needed to do was I needed to learn the secret of what made those companies, to use your term, sustainable. And it all came back, and then and I got a chance to go on the road with, with Tony Robbins and, you know, 3,000 presentations, all of those at businesses that had business owners in it. I took as many of them as I could to dinner. I read as many books as I could on the subject, um, and I had conversations. It came back to this thing called systems. And, and, uh, and I'm not a, a, you know, in my heart, I'm a, a charismatic guy. I'm a great sales guy. But the thing that was going to make companies sustainable was what I saw was systems that allowed people to be able to reproduce uh, consistent results over time. And if you can, you know, if you can create the environment and the activities of any other successful business, I don't care what it is, whatever business you happen to be in, but if you can duplicate the, the environment and the activities of any other successful business, you can duplicate their success and or their failure, right? The, the Tony Robbins a lot of times says success leaves clues, and so does failure. And, and so when we talk about systems, it comes down to, okay, what's our destination with our business? Our destination, we use terms like top-line sales. We use terms like profitability. We use terms like customer service. Those are the true north of where our business is headed. And all of those have to have something that's called a number so that you can measure against them. And then you work backwards to where you are today, and then you put in place systems that are moving you in, in and these are the, the, some common words that we use uh, in, in all of my businesses, which is, is incremental progress. And you can't have incremental progress if you have no systems, if you're just winging it, right? There's a lot of people that have been in business for five years. They've solved the same problem six, seven, 12 times in a row. And, and so anyway, so coming back to your original question, systems are the magic that allows your business to incrementally move forward uh, in a predictable, sustainable way. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, like you said, I see a lot of people, they tend to kind of do the same things over and over, and they'll have success, but in getting to that next level, if they're not implementing or modifying existing processes you know, to make them more systematic, you know, sustainability is not possible. Can you can you provide some examples, like from your experience, from either your own businesses or people that you've consulted or businesses that you consulted with, that uh, can show that? Sure. Well, let, I'll give you an example. You know, in real life, which is which is Tiger Woods. What is he? What does he have? He has a coach. He, he has a swing coach. And when when he's when he started playing golf. Uh, and then when he won all of his championships, and I know it's not a good example right now, but because of the challenges he's having, but um, it's the same exact way or the same exact thing. So uh, I'll give you, uh, we took on a company that was uh, 25 years old 
and it had been being run the exact same way in an industry that, um, you know, that, that people do, you know, again, industries have commonalities amongst them because who do they get opinions from? They get opinions from other people in that industry, so the, the problems and the challenges tend to be the same. What, what I've had the blessing that's come along with what I do with owning, you know, multiples of different types of companies, all the way from, you know, janitorial to, um, you know, to uh, animation, is that there's this thing called, called, called uh, um, cross-pollination, where you, take, where you take the things that work in other industries and you apply them to your own. And so, um, you know, we took a, a, a janitorial company and we started to apply principles from other industries and blew away every metric that had ever been seen in, in the janitorial world. And we do that consistently. It doesn't matter whether it's full-service car washes or solar businesses or, it, it, you know, it really doesn't matter because at the core of a business is, is and should be the principles of a systematic business. Now, systems, um, and again, I'll, I'll leave you a caveat on the systems. You know, when, when let's say you call into Delta, right, who I've spent, you know, million-plus million plus miles with Delta. Oh, uh, same here. Say, <laughs> right? And so now, you know, you have a conversation with somebody on the, on the phone, and you say, look, I need to change my flight. And they go, okay, that's going to be $700. And you go, no, I just need to change it by one day. Well, sorry, sir, it's our policy, right? There's a difference between a system and a policy. And a policy tells that person that's on the end of the phone that no matter what happens, we just saw it happen with United, right? If you're sitting in that seat and we need it for our people, we're going to rip you out of that seat and beat you on, you know, on national television because our policy is that, we, that we're going to go this way rather than having, um, you know, what, what the best term that I ever heard was, Systems are put in place to create maximum flexibility, right? <clears throat> and so, excuse me. So systems being put in place for maximum flexibility means the outcome is to create a raving fan uh, customer and to create raving fan employees. And anything that sets outside of that, if you can create some flexibility that knows that the end result is to create those two things, if it goes against that, in the moment, you can shift and change that, that particular policy, rather than holding firm to, well, you know, sir, I know you've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars with, my, with our company, but we're going to piss you off uh, over a $700 change, right? Rather than yeah. saying, look, we're going to give you a $100 change, and yeah, it might cost them $600, but they've got a satisfied customer, and I'm going to continue to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars with them. So there's multiple everything. So to answer your question very specifically, that is the core of what my company Anton J Global does with my private equity side, which is the companies that I wholly own, and um, and and most of them are, were turnarounds in the beginning, and I ended up buying them. Um, and then on the consulting side of what we do for other organizations, we go in and we place and we put in place that missing system that helps educate the not only the owners, but all the way down through to your frontline employees on a system that is set up specifically for their particular outcomes. And that makes sense. And, you know, you know, especially the Delta example, well, actually, you know, if, if you're looking at United, I mean, look at that example with uh, the way they treated two passengers or that one passenger that, that was the doctor. I mean, it's so true. 
when they follow policy rather than systems, you know, it, and they're looking at things short term and not long term. And, you know, the whole thing about sustainability is looking at the bigger picture that, you know, everybody's affected. You know, it, it, you know, are you adding value to everyone that applies to what you do, whether if it's directly or indirect? Jason, what well, would. For, yeah, go ahead. Go well, ahead. Just, just, uh, there's, a, there's an important point on what you just said. Which is is that that over time, um, your your business being set up like we we the, the, there's this thing called interconnectedness, right? And and the secret to what we do, honestly, in the the companies that I own, you know, because I own them and I don't run them. I'm not I'm not there. I, I run uh, three charities. Um, I spend most of my time in philanthropic work, as you know, and um, and and those systems have to be in place. Well, the challenge is, is that when we reach our level of competency, a smart person says, I need to learn a new skill set so that I can take my game to the next level. Well, the problem is they go out and they listen to somebody on stage or they read a book from somebody who's not actually doing it, number one, and they give them one specific idea, myopic approach. They don't take interconnectedness in place. So, yeah, yeah. You, can, you, you can drive the top line, um, drive more sales to your business, but if you don't fix operations and you don't have – you know, culture in place and training in place and your finance that's giving you good feedback that's looking forward instead of in the rear view, then, then it's, it's, you're going to cause more damage to your business. And, and that's where business owners get frustrated and why they have ups and downs instead of having incremental progress, which is kind of like a stair step on the way up. It's more like a big wave up and down and up and down and up and down because they're not solving problems in a, in a interconnected way. No, that's so true. I mean, like you said, I mean, if you're t- looking at a business, there, you know, there's so many moving variables, there's different departments and like they all have to be aligned with one another and, and, and synchronized. And, and when, in many cases you see that there's, they're not, and this is what causes these bottlenecks and these issues. And yes, you could still run a business. Yes. You could still provide value on some level you can still produce products but but can it be better can it be more sustainable that's the that's the key word you're exactly right you're not optimizing your cash flow you know people get into businesses and and run them for the completely the wrong reasons right a business a doesn't love you and will never love you as much as you love it and, and, you know, uh, Keith Cunningham, who's the rich dad and rich dad, poor dad books told me one time, Jason, why would you ever love something that's not going to love you back? Right. I love my people in my companies. I love my partners. I love the, you know, I can love them, but I'm the, the business in and of itself needs to be producing cash, specifically free cash flow, money that you can take out of the business. It's not going to, op- that's not going to affect or impact operations. And if it's not doing that, then your organization, there's, you know, like you just said, there's a million things that, that, that have to go right in a company for it to be successful and, and a few things to go wrong and you're out of business. And the, the challenge is that it's not really a million things. There's 18 touch points in every business that we look at when we first walk in and, and really four items that need to be done by each every individual every day to, consent, to, to ensure um, incremental progress. Absolutely. And Jason, we got about three minutes. So I wanted to ask you a question in the three minutes that we have for this uh, second leg here. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you're a business owner or a business leader or a CEO of a company, it doesn't matter what size. And, 
and they're experiencing these ups and downs and in their business. But yet, maybe for some reason, they may be set in their ways. What would be a way to kind of get them to kind of open up to embrace, uh, you know, new ideas about systems that can better sustain their business? First thing, clap yourself in the face, because if you think, you know, you you got to, I agree. I agree. You have to wake yourself up. I I run in, you know, the problem, here's the challenge, you know, again, you have to understand the why of the question that you just asked. The why is, uh, or the, the, the psychology underneath of why business owners have a challenge with doing new things is because number one, what if it gets worse, right? That's the biggest fear in a business owner's mind. That's number one. Number two is that they operate on their best assumptions all of the time, right? Like, uh, and, and if they're operating on their best assumptions, they're surrounded by people who are dependent on them for a paycheck. And that paycheck in most businesses, because most businesses are based on nepotism and they're not based on performance. And if they're based in nepotism, then your paycheck is dependent on whether your boss or the owner of that company likes you, right? And so that means that they're not going to sit there and tell you, look, Chris, that decision that you just made in your business was a really dumb one. And the way that you're treating this person is not the right way to do it. They're not going to say those things because they're not engaged. You have their, their arms and elbows. You don't have their heads and hearts, right? And to have somebody's heads and hearts uh, in, in their business, then they need to be working for their own outcome, for their own family. They don't care about the owner's outcomes. They care about their, the, a new home for their child or for their family. They care about bringing mother, you know, a mom over from, from Mexico. They care about things that, that are important to them. And if your business is constantly set up around a top-line revenue number that has no connection to that, that frontline employee's life, then you have their, 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 their arms and elbows. That's it. So nah, it's so true. Go ahead. We're going to be going to break in about 20 seconds, but you are so right on that. The, and this is where, when we discussed being authentic and transparent, where this needs to be implemented first before systems, because that's the foundation in order for systems to work effectively so, you know, companies can operate, you know, in increments of, of growth to get to where they want to be for sustainability. Uh, we are, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. We're uh, with Jason Sisternos. We're going to be taking a break, but we'll be right back. And we're going to talk about how important it is to give back and why that's important to sustainable success. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. 
You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. Again, you're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. My name is Chris Salem, your host, and I'm with Jason Cicernos. And we've had a great discussion today when it comes to sustainable success, talking about the importance of being transparent and then also using systems to have sustainability. But we're going to be talking about for the next uh, 14 minutes or so, the importance of really giving back and why that's so important, whether if it's coming from a personal perspective or in your business. So, Jason, I wanted to ask you, you know, why is it important to give back when it comes to when it comes to sustainable success? Well, I'll give you my philosophy, right? And, and a philosophy is an opinion, and, you know, we know what opinions are like. Everybody's got one. And, um, and, but, but my philosophy has boiled down to, over the years, it's boiled down to two things. Number one, that we are here on this earth to become as the best us that we can possibly be. That's a constant you know, looking at our skill sets, our, our mindset, our, our spiritual, our, our, our family, our, our the, all of those dynamics. And the reason that we, that we should get better is so that we can turn around and use that being better for service of other people. And, and that really, if you, I think if you were to boil down most major religions in the world, that it comes down to those principles. You know, we're there to, 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 to give back. And a lot of times we get that out of balance, right? You have, to, you have to be able to, you know, you've heard the thing about putting the mask on when you're in the airplane, putting it on yourself first and then your child second. Um, so, because if you, if something happens to you, then you can't help your kid. And it's the same exact thing when it comes to helping other people in the world. I couldn't be doing the things that I'm doing with, you know, with my foundation for abused women and children with, um, you know, going out and doing rescues of, uh, of sex slaves, you know, in, in, in different countries, uh, and, and then being, uh, the CEO and running an organization with, uh, Ambush Jane called Feed a Billion. I couldn't be doing those things if I didn't have the sustainability underneath of me uh, to be able to give back, right? 
And and so I believe the the whole purpose to you know to answer your question very simply is that the, it's important to give back because it's it, because it's exactly who we are as a creature as a species. It's in our nature that if we're not if we don't have relationship and relationship means giving to someone else other than yourself, then there's a part of us that is literally dead or at least inactive. That is the the whole scope of what we're what we're all trying to do, whether it's with money or family or everything else, which is to be happy, right? And that that simple concept of being happy does not exist. It cannot exist. Divorced of being a of service or of value to other human beings. No, that's so true. I mean, and you look at, you know, you know, the, you know, the companies that give back and, and, and a lot of times it's not about, you know, in the press that they're looking for, you know, to get that recognition, but they just know that by giving back without having any expectation or being detached from the outcome that it all comes back. It's like, it's how energy works. You know, you know, yeah. what you give, you will receive, but again, not that you're expecting to receive from the source that you're giving, you know, it could come back in different ways, but it's just the way, sure. you know, the way the laws of the universe, whether if people approach that from a religious standpoint or a spiritual standpoint, it's really all of the same. Well, you know, Cher- Cheryl Snap Connor, um, who is, you know, she's my PR person. She's should be everybody's PR a- agent on the planet. Cause she's amazing. But, um, she did an article in Forbes magazine that talked about the two different types of giving. And there's businesses that do it that are disingenuous about, and they're just trying to get, uh, um, you know, more customers, and they're trying to appeal to the millennials, I'm doing quotation marks, and that kind of thing. And then there's the organizations that are set up around a cause that them and their organization fully believe in and that they support. And, and those are the ones that, that are, that the, you know, the law of the universe, basically, that, that as you give and you give unconditionally and you give without expectation, then, then you're going to be, then you're going to be more successful. You don't do it for that reason. It's a byproduct. If you're doing it for that reason, now all of a sudden you killed the entire, the entire uh, philosophy and metrics of being successful because you're giving, right? The, the two, the two don't match up. And, and so, um, you know, when we're looking at, uh, you know, the, 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 the different foundations. I mean, you know, City Gala is a good one, right? That's actually where you and I, I think, physically met for the first yeah, absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, with, with Ryan Long. Um, Ryan Long brings in uh, small charities. He gives them exposure. He gives them a voice. And, and most of those people that you meet that are starting those, those foundations are tremendously successful business folks that are behind those charities that are just giving, you know, they're just giving feed a billion, um, you know, with, with, uh, with AJ, AJ is a tremendously successful businessman and, uh, has more than enough money for himself and had a vision that he wanted to feed a billion, a billion people. Well, he combined with Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins is a matching donor. And, um, and that organization is, is out feeding people that, that don't have, that don't have food. You know, Operation Underground Railroad was started by a guy who who just who was in the CIA and was trying to rescue kids in other countries. While he was with the government, we couldn't save uh, he couldn't save American if they weren't American kids. He couldn't do the mission. 
So he started his own gig, and you know, me and a, a bunch of other people started supporting him, and he's successful because he decided to put it all on the line and go out there and 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 save these little girls, right? So so when you're looking at your organization, when you're looking at um, deciding to give back, it's got to be something that you genuinely care about, and then you have a you have to have a system in place so that your business and your or your finances are strong, or you've got enough time to give back that you can support something on an ongoing basis and make it literally part of the DNA of your organization. That every dollar that comes in is impacting that thing that you are genuinely. Um, you know, uh, that you're genuinely excited about, that you genuinely care about at a heartfelt level. Yeah, absolutely. It's so true. And, and, and like I said, what are, I mean, so with feed a billion and some of the ones that you're really active in, what are some of the things that you're starting, you know, you're seeing, you know, with what you're doing and what the impact is on your business? We could talk a little bit about that. You know, sure. again, it's not that you're doing it just because you're, you know, you're trying to improve the quality of your business, but it's about giving. But what are some of the benefits of, of how that impacts your business? Well, I'll tell you why I'm, you know, the, the, it's an interesting question because the reason why I got invited to be a part of Feed a Billion in the first place was because of my ability. I have a lot of time to give. Um, yes, I own, you know, 20 plus companies, uh, but there, but I have time to give and, and also, because AJ was looking at how do I make this charity sustainable and how can we, you know, how can we do something different? If hunger, you know, if the metric of hunger has gotten worse over the last 50 years, how can we get in and start a, <clears throat> a charity that will actually impact it in a positive way? So the whole reason why I got involved in or got invited to be a part of it in the first place was because my acumen with be able, being able to build systems to be able to create uh, a long-term success. So, um, you know, as far as the direct impact on my business, you know, you can't, you can't, it's tough to point direct lines or fingers at why or how my companies have expanded. But I can tell you this, since I devoted my life to, to philanthropic uh, purposes, my business has, has grown a hundredfold and, and it wasn't, you know, it's not because of any specific thing where I can say, you know what, because I decided to feed kids, um, this person came in and decided to hire our consulting business. So this, this person, you know, came to us, um, you know, for that reason. It's, it's just watching the law of the universe that the more you give, the more you have to give. And if I was to say, oh, you know, I'm using this as, as, a, as a tool and it's helping grow my business and I was to stop, well, then, then, comes in this play. Um, I've got a, a good friend of mine, Sean Barnett, who had a conversation with me at one time that, that changed my life. And, and it's this concept called shadow mission. And essentially that says that if you're called to do something, if you have a beating heart inside of you to serve, whether it's feeding children or saving sex slaves or, or abuse women and children, whatever the case may be, if you have that call inside of you and you ignore it, you now, be, you now stand for the rape of little girls. You now stand for the starvation of a three-year-old little child. You know, you now stand for that a woman being beaten in her home to the point of, of near death. You now stand for that. And so for me, the, I continue to do more. I want to do more business. I want to make more profit 
because now I can do more. I can help more people. It has nothing to do with me. I, you know, many, many years ago, I crossed the lexicon of having make enough, made enough money that I, me and my family can live a decent level. But it comes, comes back down to now that the more that I do, it's like a scoreboard every day. The more profit that I can make, the more businesses I can buy, the more businesses I can help turn around, the more success I can help create with my systems and my mind and my intellect, then that means there's a, a million more kids that are going to get fed. There's a hundred more women that are going to be pulled out of abusive rela- or relationships and, and put into a job with a safe uh, a roof over their head and, and safety for their children. There's a thousand more girls that are not going to live, you know, having to be chained to a bed and have men have sex with them for $60 at 7 and 8 and 9, 10 times a night that when they're 7, 6, 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. Now, that, that's the true power is that when you flip that and you say that, that my business, the better that I do with my organization, the better that I can do with my profitability, the better that I can set my company up, the more people I can help for that thing that is truly driving me. And knowing and understanding that whatever that is that's in your heart to do, that that is where your destiny lies. That is why you're put on this earth. It, you know, it's not a, I'm going to make enough money and then do that. Start doing that today. Even if it's a dollar, even if you, if you have a passion for, for feeding kids, go to feedabillion.org and put a dollar on, on you know, a, a monthly uh, dollar donation and then make it, and then make it your goal to do $2. And then your business and your life starts to expand around you so that you can meet that need at a higher level so that you can serve people at a higher level. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with wanting a bigger, a bigger house or a faster car. And, and life starts to take on a new dimension that, that ex- happens to expand your revenue. It happens to expand your business, right? Yeah, it's a byproduct it, it, of it, not a purpose, not an outcome. Yeah, you are so, I mean, it's so spot on. Again, you know, when you're detaching yourself at the outcome, but, but they synergistically go together. You know, it's a win-win. You know, you're... You're building businesses to succeed. You're giving back. You're helping others to change the quality of your lives. So that's how it's got to be looked at. It's got to look. You got to look at the bigger picture. Jason, we only have about about a minute, less than a minute and a half. I want to let people know where they can find you. You know, people that are listening that are looking for help for you know implementing systems to uh, to grow their business, or people that are looking to get involved in a a good cause or a nonprofit that really align with their interest? If you could provide that information for callers or people on demand that can contact you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my, the, uh, my private equity business in our consulting company is called Anton J. Global. And uh, our website is Anton, A-N-T-O-N, J-A-E.com, AntonJ.com. And then you can reach out to me if you want to be a part of Feed a Billion, if you want to be a part of Operation Underground Railroad, Child Liberation Fund, you know, um, those types of things, uh, you know, please just reach out any way possible. I love having conversations. I'm a geek when it comes to fixing um, businesses and, and systems, and I love having those conversations. So anybody that needs any help, they can email, uh, they can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at jasoncisneros.com, and that's S-I, uh, Jason, J-A-S-O-N, S as in Sam, I, S as in Sam, N. E-R-O-S.com, info at jasoncisneros.com. Reach out to us that way. 
Um, and, you know, visit our website. You'll love it. I'm not very kind to the, to the business owners that go to Anton J. Global. Uh, kind of tell it like it is. <laughs> so uh, it's an entertaining you, website, even if you don't, if you just go look at it. Well, everybody listening, please check out Jason. I mean, he has got had some great content today. And Jason, I can't thank you enough for joining us. And in those people that did not get a chance to listen today, please uh, go to uh, Voice America Influencer Channel for sustainable success. We will have this show on demand by the end of today. Jason, again, I want to thank you for joining us and appreciate Chris, your time today. What, thank you. Thank you for what you do, brother. You're a light in the world. I great. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.